Hey everybody, I'm Meryl. And I'm Eric. And welcome to Busted Makes Me Feel Good, the show where we talk about Ghostbusters. Busted Makes Me Feel Good. Yeah. That's that's classic. It's it's true. We got a truth in advertising. Busting makes us feel good. And we just gotta let the world know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we saw the new Ghostbusters movie, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Afterlife. Uh, we just got back from the theaters, and now we're gonna we're gonna have a little um, chat. Yeah, a spoily free chat though, eh? Maybe, kinda. Try to or no? No. This movie's been out for a couple weeks now, and by the time this episode comes out, it'll be out for like at least a month, if right. not longer. Well, then I'm gonna give a fair warning. If you haven't seen it yet, uh, don't listen to us talk. Yeah, you will be. Spo- we will talk about spoiler things for sure. Yeah, I've definitely got a point at the end of the movie I want to talk about. All right, all right, all right. Um, but yeah, this is. Um, let me pull up some info. I should have done this before we started recording. Prepared. Prep. Uh, I got a bunch of stuff about vampires pulling up. That's great. Um, what about we, the, uh, what? Where are you going to say? Did what? Oh, another nothing of substance. Oh, it might fill the air. Oh. No, no air fill. Um, but yeah, this was. Um, yes, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, we'll go through the. Brief synopsis uh, right right here on Google. Uh, When a single mother and her two children move to a new town, they soon discover they have a connection to the original Ghostbusters and their secret legacy their grandfather left behind. Um, But yeah, this... this, I feel like this movie was supposed to come out... Yeah, the, the, the first original trailer came out in December 2019, so this was a movie that was supposed to come out in 2020. Okay. And got pushed back. And okay. pushed back and pushed back. Um. But yeah. Who's all in it? We've got, you know, Finn Wolfhard. That's Trevor. Yeah, you know him. He's, uh, he's from, uh. Oh, what's that show called? You know. You know the one. Oh, you know. It's called Stranger Things. Oh, that There's one. Mike from Stranger Things. Okay. And then we've got... That's why... That's their that's their claim to fame. Mm-hmm. Where's the, where's the girl? Is the girl Phoebe? Because if it is, it was McKenna Grace. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So it's McKenna Grace's Phoebe. And they're the children. They're the children. And then uh, to fill out the rest of the, the new Ghostbusters team, we've got Logan Kim as Podcast and Celeste O'Connor as Lucky, uh, Trevor's love interest. Was that her name? Uh, apparently her name was Lucky, yes. Oh. Uh, and then we've got Paul Rudd as Mr. Gruberson. 
And, <laughs> Gary Gruberson. And uh, Carrie Coon plays Callie, uh, Trevor and Phoebe's mom. So, yeah, it starts off with a um, little action set piece of a mysterious man racing out of uh, a mine uh, with, a, with a ghost trap. And uh, he is uh, murdered, it seems like. He, he, he is killed by a ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it turns out that uh, our main characters, they then inherit that house and the secrets that lie within it. Um, so, want to talk about, like, your general thoughts or sure. anything, anything you want to get into right away? Um... Big, big takeaways. Yeah, general, general, general stuff is cool to begin with. I'm fine with that. Hmm. Um, not, not, not awful. It wasn't as much of a. Uh, I don't know. I always have. I always have a fear of seeing just your general action-packed thrill ride type movies. You know here. And it had your blockbuster, you things, and it was fine. It was good. It had a little bit of that with some of the action set pieces, a little bit, but it yeah. wasn't it wasn't overbearing or really. Yeah, annoying. it didn't it didn't feel full. I hate to say Disney effect, but like that Disney mm-hmm. effect, you know. It was it wasn't it wasn't the mummy. It didn't. Type, it didn't 16. particularly end with them being like, "We've got to stop this giant beam from shooting into it into the sky." It was like a little bit, but not like. Exactly, having to destroy a giant sky beam. Yeah, yeah. One might argue it did um, have a very similar ending to the first Ghostbusters movie, but I'd say it's different enough. All right. Well, I like the. I really liked the effect work they did. Uh, they had good mix of practical and digital. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought so too. That's good. I'm glad they didn't decide to do everything digitally. Yeah, yeah. I like seeing uh, seeing puppets of ghosts and shit. It, it, there's just a different quality to it. It, it looks... It look, it's nicer when there's something you can see. There. Yeah, something there, something that reacts to light the way that things actually do, that, that you're not just like, oh, yeah. I can tell that this isn't real, just from the fact that it looks like it's from a computer. Hmm. Um, but yeah, these kids gotta move. These kids got to move. Yeah, they got to they got to move out. What um, was the t- town they moved to? Somerville, something like that. Um, somewhere. Yeah. Was it? It was uh, in Oklahoma, wasn't it? Uh, yes, I believe so. <laughs> Sorry about the <laughs> jiggle throughout this episode of my uh, my movie soda. It's so big. Um, but yeah, like you're saying, I, I, uh, I liked it a lot or it wasn't, uh, I was nervous because it's been out for a few weeks now and I hadn't heard much about it. I, I just hadn't heard people talking about it at all. Okay. And that kind of made me nervous where I'm just like, was it worthwhile? Yeah. Where it's just like, oh, it's not even like. Because usually when a new movie comes out, there's people that are, there's especially like as big of a property as Ghostbusters, everyone's trying to get their fucking hot take out there. Yeah, yeah. And you, I'm surprised there wasn't more of a uh, debate on whether it was good or not, or... It's definitely, I think, so I, I, ta- I was ta- uh on our drive back, I mentioned this, where it's just like, it didn't have 
a ton of jokes. No, like, no. like it, it had humorous parts, but it definitely didn't have jokes as much yeah. as many jokes as like Ghostbusters one or two, or especially fucking actually the 2016 Ghostbusters. That one was packed, yeah, packed to the gills with like jokes. too many almost. Um, not necessarily too many, but just like mm-hmm. some sometimes where it's just like this joke, while it is funny talking about how like a wall was built to keep out Irishmen or whatever that doesn't feel like it's in the same tone as Ghostbusters okay it was it's just yeah it's weird it, it it was just like this is definitely a fucking super joke dense movie mm. the, the the 2016 one I didn't hate it it was just it it's the thing with Ghostbusters is they kind of caught lightning in a bottle with the first one. And I'll still argue the second one. I know some people are like, oh, the second one's garbage. The second one's real bad. I'm just like, no, the second one's fine. The second one's just more Ghostbusters. It's not trying to fucking break the... Or it's, not, it's not trying it's to be like... them on it, another adventure. Yeah, it's not trying to be super duper groundbreaking. It's just like, yeah, here's another... Here's some more Ghostbusters. Doing what they do. Yeah. yeah. But this, I, I do feel, um, it fits into the like into the legacy well. It is weird hearing that, like the Ghostbusters, like do 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 do, boop boop boop, do do boop boop, music in not a New York setting. Okay. It's, it's very weird to see it in in like a, a small town Oklahoma setting, where it's just like I'm always associating this music with like. The sights and sounds of bus- bustling traffic yeah. and shit. And it's just weird to be like, and you're just seeing just planes and cornfields <laughs> and shit. Not airplanes, but planes, like yes. the Great Plains. Yes, planes with an eye. Planes. 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 So, um, yeah, um, I thought uh, Phoebe did a good job of, uh, Encompass the entire character of Phoebe did a good job of uh, being uh, Grandpa's kid. Yeah, um, it's weird that that one. I thought they would at some point at all ever mention who, um, uh, like one. They never mention who the kid's dad is, and two, they never mention who the mom's mother is. It's like, yeah, Egon's her 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 dad, but who's her mom? Who did Egon? I don't like the idea of Egon being a sexual being. I think I've talked about this before. <laughs> Maybe not on mic, but I do not... It, I I don't like the idea of Egon fucking. All right. Being too much... Just uh, not that dude? I don't know. I guess I just don't want to think about it. No. But, the, but they, like, never go into her parents or the kid's parents. Oh, no. Or the kid's dad. I guess it doesn't matter, but it's just weird. I thought they would maybe have mentioned it, or I thought it was going to be like Janine, um, because she has her little cameo, but she just apparently helped him with like finances and stuff. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think yeah we both we both enjoyed it. I definitely was. I wasn't getting my hopes up about it. I'm just like this. This could be a disappointment. This very likely could be a disappointment. But, I don't know. That was solid. Fucking give that 
What did I give it? I'd give it like a solid like seven point five out of ten. Oh, well, yeah. Well. I don't know if we're at the part where we're rating it yet, but that is what I give it. Well, yeah, that's solid. Yeah, I'd probably give it higher if I didn't uh, pass out from a fucking popcorn coma. Uh, Did some you? Parts. Yeah, like they're in the um, oh, the them chasing the ghosts uh, in the Ecto One. I oh. definitely was like oh, out for that. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I did like some of the uh, more... I, I'm a sucker for the fucking lore inside Ghostbusters. It's very specific, and it has... It, it tends to just revolve around uh, Gozer and uh, Ivo Shandor uh, being a big Gozer dude. But I just love this shit, where it's just like, yeah, we, we created our own little mythology for this oh, world. I don't know much about it. I did, though I did see the originals, I did, I was never like a big super fan and kept watching them over the years, so well, I probably haven't seen either of the first two in <laughs> the, well over, probably almost two decades. So, so if you want to experience uh, basically a Ghostbusters 3, um, find like a playthrough of the Ghostbusters video game from like 2000, I want to say like 2008 uh. or 2009. I mean, I gotta rewatch. I feel like I still would need to rewatch one and two to fully, you know what I mean? Because like I didn't, rem- I didn't know a lot of the references they were making and stuff too. Like yeah. I assumed they were references with the way that they would lay stuff out in certain t- cases. But mm-hmm. I was really disappointed that Finn Wolfhart didn't get a blowjob from a ghost. Ah, like what you really missing out here, guys? <laughs> In a dream sequence. In a dream sequence. We'll, we'll just... Because that's how it happened in the original movie. Oh, he makes that cross-eyed face like Dan Aykroyd does. Ghost blowy. Um, it made me cry when the ghost version of Egon showed up. Uh, and then it made me laugh when at no point did he fucking talk at all. Because <laughs> they're just like, uh, I don't think we can do this. <laughs> I don't think we can do that. But we got old Ghost Egon. Oh, did massive exist. fucking spoiler there. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fucking right at the Oopsies. end. Oopsies. Oops. 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 What'd you think about the, uh, the comeback of the original crew? Um... I might have fallen asleep at some point where they really explained and justified why they got there. Like, did they call? Uh... She when they were in jail. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. yeah right. When the, when they were in jail, at, right uh... right after the car chase. So did you miss the part then when the uh, Lucky's dad asked who you're gonna call? Uh yes, I did miss that part. Okay, and then <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they go to they go to jail and they're all sitting in the cell, cell and Phoebe's like, "Hey, we do get a phone call, right? Right?" And he's like, "Yeah, you can have one, but who are you gonna call?" Damn. And then she pulls out a little piece of paper from her pocket that she grabbed in Egon's lab, and it was their original mm-hmm. Ghostbuster number, and uh, or she might have written it down from one of the commercials she was watching. I don't know. I don't know. But she had that number in her pocket and she called that up and. Uh, 
uh, Rang Dan Aykroyd. Uh, Ray's bookstore. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd answered. Okay. And then they talked for a minute on the phone, and at the end, she was just about to explain she was Egon's grandkid, and she got out, I'm Egon's grandkid, and then Loki's dad came and hit the hit the button on the phone. I was like, call's over, and pulled that whole shtick. And then he's like, what, what, what? I'm going to go drive out there. Something's fishy here. What, what, what? And she was talking about, like, maybe, how do you know he wasn't right? And she was going off about all that. Mm. I definitely will give this a rewatch when it's out on um, on digital or the available to rent. Um, but oh yeah, you're you're asking what I felt about the OGs showing up. Um, it was cool. Uh, that's the point that made me realize I'm just like, huh? I guess there haven't been a lot of like jokes yet. Oh yeah, and then, yeah. And then, and then Bill Murray shows up and you're just like, oh yeah, jokes. Yeah, that's what that's what this movie's been missing. Oh, Dan Aykroyd did a really funny joke about about in his Dan Aykroyd way where he says very very dry things to mm-hmm. a de- to to a powerful entity in in a very dry humor humorless humorful way, not yes. humorless. Um, um, we got to bring up. Uh, I was gonna say, there's one elephant in the room. In the room, we got to bring up at some point. Um. Our relatable uh, little homeboy. Uh, oh yeah, God, we did talk. We did talk about podcast. We didn't. Uh, so podcast <sighs> was when I first when he first introduced himself as the child who was obsessed with podcasting. I thought this character is going to be unsu- insufferable and the fucking worst. And then he wasn't. He was actually a very likable character mm-hmm. just a kid who has a hobby he's very into his hobby but would, it's just i would just say the worst part about his character is that he is literally named podcast that feels like such a first draft will change it later kind of and a placeholder ass name yeah it's like podcast. that's the that's the kind of nickname where you get it from another character kind of making fun of you and calling you that because that's what you know what i mean if he would have introduced himself as whatever his name was and then another kid in class came up and was like oh are you trying to talk to the girl podcast yeah and like kind of sent it in that way it would make way more sense but he 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 gave himself that nickname he's also just walking around with like Probably five hundred dollars worth of podcasting. Equipment. Yeah, he's always got always got equipment with him. He was, um, but yeah, it was a character I was ready to immediately dismiss and hate, and it's just like, oh, oh, no. oh, he's fine. Okay, with his whole little uh, slew of uh, genres that he covers, mm-hmm. including occasional restaurant reviews, and man's got to eat. His one follower and all of his stupid ass relatable fucking shows. Ah, uh, not the worst character. Not the worst character. I was, I was also surprisingly charmed by him. I, I, I thought podcast was decent. I was, as soon as he was shoving a microphone in his in in her face, I was just like, God damn it! They're going to make him. He's going to be a podcaster. And then it's just like, yeah, hey, I'm called podcast. I'm just like, no, oh, no, what God. kind of Burger King, oh, K- Burger King Kids Club bullshit is this? <laughs> And it's like, oh no, no, actually he's, uh, he's, he's got he's substance. Nice, he's a nice plucky little sidekick. Uh, yeah, I'd actually say, uh, the kids in this movie did a really good job. 
Yeah, I would I would really say so as well. Um arguably better than the adults. <laughs> yeah. They had they had better well-rounded characters than the adults had, you know what I mean? I mean there was a lot more focus on them, mm-hmm. but Paul Rudd was a little hammy. Paul Rudd was a little hammy. I thought Mom was really hit or miss. Yeah. She had she had her moments. She was all right. Kind of the first half Mom, but right when she kind of got taken over, she kind of became a little bit too when, theatric almost. When she got possessed by Zoo. Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I hate to say similar to the way when I saw Spider-Man 3 and Peter Parker gets the black suit and goes and dances around town with his black suit. Uh, mentality, but like th- that's that that's so, the old, that's that that not embarrassed in a movie theater feeling, but it's that kind of I, I wasn't that I wasn't at that point. I'm saying this time around. So there's a theory right getting close. There's a theory online that um, when Peter in Spider-Man Three, when Peter's black suit, uh, when he's acting all weird and his personality changes, <coughs> um. He answers the door or answers the phone once with Shalom. And uh, some people are just like, hey, Sam Raimi, uh, how come when when Peter Parker turned evil, he started uh, using Jewish phrases? That seems weird. (laughs) And then it got me down to this rabbit hole of just being like, well, actually, uh, some people believe that Peter, Peter Parker is actually canonically ethnically Jewish. And it's just like, what? And it's like, yeah, because so uh, I think, I think it was like so many fucking superheroes, early superheroes. It's just like, yeah, it was created by two Jewish guys, and because hmm. I know Superman was the same thing, where it's just like, yeah, a bunch of just oh. J- Jewish writers were just like, yeah, we're, we're gonna make a we're gonna make a story. Would never have uh, thought. Well, I mean, Clark Kent just doesn't. Super- I hate to say isn't that sounds well, wrong but, to me to say. But Superman's it? story is very similar to Moses. Is it? Yeah, where hmm. it's just like this baby cast of all. And Moses was like a baby cast off in, into a river, and he's rescued. And fucking Superman's a baby cast off into space, and he's rescued. Okay. Like they kind of differences vary for sure, but there's some there's some similarities. Never knew that. Oh, uh, but yeah, Peter Parker uh, might be Jewish. Or he might be Jewish only when he's evil. <laughs> and that might be problematic. Hmm. Yeah, I could see where that would be. Not great. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't come off the best. Yeah. Um. Got any more to say? Any more thoughts? Uh. Big marshmallow or little marshmallows? What do you mean? Uh, like the giant Stay Puff marshmallow? Yeah, giant Stay Puff versus little Stay Puffs. Um, the little Stay Puffs were weird. It, that w- that probably felt like the most shoot-in thing. A was, little bit, especially the, the just walking through the Walmart and yeah, and coming up on that aisle where that's the only thing. Happening ghosty. Like, like, there was the other, you know, there was the big, whatever it was called. Yeah, a gozer. Yeah, in, in the other aisle, but like. Or, oh, sorry, that was the Keymaster. Yeah. Um, I do, I do know these characters. I do know the, the two different that. dogs' I pre- names. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the one dog was, was there, but like, 
the fact that all I don't know, maybe I'm missing out on some part of the lore, but the fact that only marshmallows get possessed. No, that's just um that's just nostalgia. That's just like, hey, remember this? It is if other things in the aisles started becoming possessed as well, and then the marshmallows were a part of that as a whole, that would have you know what I mean? I hate to say yeah. more believable because it's it would make more sense. It, it would that, make but. it would fit in more with the logic of the movie because right now the the marshmallow people do just kind of show up with no explanation as and, to what yeah, and they're yeah. Just, it just seems like they're just like yeah, they just appeared because there's extra fucking gozer with everything around. that's around though in a full Walmart why would you choose the marshmallows yes exactly like, why come not on, come why on. not the sections of guns yeah they all of the I mean and they they were you know doing all the little all of the little devious shit to each other like the one pop fell in the blender and was doing the yeah. the little uh, skydiving bullshit and then and gets chopped yeah up gets chopped third. up and all that it's like all those power tools could get all of the or kitchen tools could get possessed just as well yeah. or some little oh, butcher's yeah. knives could go dancing around or even here. any of the other food yeah any of the other anything uh, anything else but. There's that, yeah, that 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 little bit of a hard on for just marshmallows kind of irked me in a weird way, but it was nostalgic and fun. But it was, it, it's like it, it caught was, itself with being nostalgic. It was fun, a, but. it was a, a fun, cute scene. Like they were very cute, and they were very cutely killing themselves. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't necessary. It, it didn't like serve any purpose to the story. Like, eventually they do, because they, like, show up later at the end and start clogging up the machines. Yeah, so they can't but where did all... they come from? Them. They're just around. They're just there? Uh, I, I feel like they just started crawling out of characters' clothes. Like, they had, they had found their way into yeah, Paul just... Rudd at some point, or into his pockets Maybe. throughout his exchange, or whatever. I don't know. I just don't know. The town is overrun with marshmallows already because they're uh, avid campers and always have s'mores always have uh, stuff off. online. Yeah. Around. But yeah, um, what would you, uh, if you had to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, what would you give it? With less, with less uh, background knowledge as you have, um, selling it. That was good. I'd see it again. Yeah, it's good. I was, uh... See, I'm not a big... It's... it's for as It was a solid... I just... I don't know. Like, it, it, for me, a solid eight means I would see it again, but probably only once or twice. Yeah. But for a movie, that's that's saying a lot for me, I feel like. I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, I like, I, like I said before, I, I wasn't going into this with the highest of expectations... But it was good. I like yeah. what they did. They, uh, and I think it definitely helped that they had a lot of the original people involved. They, it was, yeah. it was uh, Ivan Reitman's son, Jason Reitman, uh, directed it, and I think like partially wrote some of it. Hmm. Um, or was like a co-writer. And yeah, Danny Ackard was a producer. They did get, they got all the living Ghostbusters to to show up, which is good. And they got them to play their original characters, which they didn't do in the in in the 2016 one. Oh, really? They, yeah, the 2016 one. Oh, su- I remember that. Wasn't uh, yeah? They were. It's just super weird because it's just like 
it's apparently a reboot, but they don't go out of their way to... They never run out of their way to fully explain that. Okay. That's just like, no, these... Ghostbusters did not exist in the 80s in this movie's... Uni- in, in the 2016 movie okay. universe. But... In Ghostbusters Afterlife, they definitely that, or in that, was that a, original universe. That yeah. was that was the thing that tripped me the fuck out. Where it's just like New York had two big ghost events in the eighties, and like apparently in this universe, it's just a thing people kind of just forgot about. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well. just fucking weird. Did you okay? Did it feel like they were trying to hide the fact? That Egon was her grand was 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 the grandpa. What do you mean? It felt like the movie was, was trying to hide the fact from the audience that it was just like, oh yeah, Egon's actually the grandpa, and it's just like, yeah, obviously Egon's the fucking grandpa. Well, okay. not really. Well, they also made her look exactly like not just look exactly like Egon, but act, act, yeah, everything, yeah. That's the weird. Okay, that like, that that is a thing that threw me off in the beginning too, where it's just like, so. Just Egon's, like, specific autism skips a generation or something? Yeah. And, like, even uh, Finn's, Finn Wolfhart's character was, uh, he was, like, mechanically inclined. He, he fixed up the car. Yeah. So it's like, neither of the kids are dumb. It's just, uh, the girl's just super scary smart. Yeah, she was, she was the, well, she was the scientist, for sure. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, no, I think they made that pretty, pretty apparent. Especially since it was obvious that a Ghostbuster in general is one of the, is a grandparent. Yeah. So, I think just by looking at her, you can make, you can kind of make that assumption. The hardest part about this movie is the fact that Egon is dead. Or, like, Ivan Reitman is dead. Did Egon scrawl all the words on his driveway, or did uh, neighbors do that uh, kind of in... I feel like he did that himself. Okay. Yeah, I suppose the the verses sounds like... Yeah. Yeah, he's gone a bit crazy. Well, what about Muncher or whatever the ghost was? The ghost. Oh yeah, he's like Slimer, but he ate metal. Yeah, yeah, the eating Slimer. Uh, I mean Slimer, Slimer ate. That was his big thing. Yeah, he ate a bunch of hot dogs and shit. Yeah. Um, I suppose. Yeah, that was his shit. But this is like Slimer, but if Slimer ate metal, is that what they called him though, Muncher, something like that? It was something along those lines. The, it was not, some ver. It was some. He had some verb name based on I, what he did. I didn't yeah. catch his name. No. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Um, I didn't hate his design. It was definitely a thing where it's just like, now here's our Slimer. Yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah. wouldn't. I actually, out of all the cameos, I'm surprised they didn't have a little Slimer cameo. I thought it was going to be because um, there was a few instances of they'd be walking through something and it would be dripping in a hallway every once in a while. I was like, oh, is Slimer going to be... We're going to be walking into a, a slimy situation? And wasn't the case. It also took me a minute to realize that it was uh, Egon uh, was uh, directing the kid around uh, the basement. Oh, yeah, Egon was the ghost in the house. 
Well, then I, I figured, I kind of figured that when it started playing chess with her, but I didn't realize that he was down in the basement with her when she first got down into the basement and found his lab. I thought she was just walking up onto stuff that just happened to be lit there. Okay. Not until the first, one of the first shots of the lamp really leaning hard into it. I was like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that was, okay. I did, I did notice. I'm just like, wait, why is that light moving behind her? I'm like, oh, ghost shit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, solid movie. Pleasantly surprised. Hmm. You think uh, that that was it? Um, I hope so, honestly. Because you know how movies are nowadays with uh, liking to leave their shit open ended so that they can come back and uh, I wouldn't hit mind them money again. I wouldn't mind them doing another Ghostbusters cartoon. I'd fuck with that. You think uh, Muncher will be their friend? Uh, it was super weird that he just started spitting out metal like bullets. I'm just like, those kids would die. Oh, <laughs> uh, they were lucky to only only get into one situation like that with him. And then release He's just out at the end of the movie. They they just let him go so that they could break into the... Yeah, he's, he's just... for, yeah. He's just living his... He's living his truth. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm living it, but you know what I mean. Gonna give our audience a little recommendation. Uh, if you do want an unofficial, or like, it is an official Ghostbusters product, but an unofficial third Ghostbusters movie, uh, go on YouTube and watch a playthrough of the, uh, Ghostbusters video game for, I think it was like PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. Uh, has all the original voice, has all the original cast. Um, so you got... Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, you do have Ivan Reitman, this is before he passed away, and you've got, oh, come on, don't do this to me, I know, Ernie Hudson, thank you, (sighs) I I love, Ernie Hudson's my favorite Ghostbuster, because he's just, he's the one that's just like, I could be a Ghostbuster, he's just a working stiff, (laughs) he's not these fucking doctors, I'm their goddamn PhDs. Um, what was my point? What was I talking about? I got really distracted. Oh, Ghostbusters game. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll play the, or watch the, watch a playthrough of the Ghostbusters game if you want an unofficial third Ghostbusters movie with the original characters. It's even set in, like, the, uh, it's set after the second movie, but not, like, long after. Okay. So, yeah. Good little story to it. Oh yeah, yeah, it's real fun. You you play as the the new fifth Ghostbuster, um, and you do not talk at all. You are it's completely silent protagonist. So you're just basically watching the Ghostbuster gang. the The one criticism I give it is, like a lot of things that Bill Murray does, um, it seems like he didn't particularly care to put uh, a bunch of like effort into his voice acting like his voice acting's fine but it's not like great yeah no bill burry in the last while i feel like has that kind of uh deadpan look into the camera break that fourth wall almost thing where he's just always with the audience be like hey i'm here you're seeing me be i'm here you, you were doing me. that. It's me. It's hey, me. Guys, hey guys, guys check it out. It's me. It's I me. might. It's I, Bill. I might show up at your wedding. <laughs> They'll never believe you. <laughs> no one will ever believe you. 
I do love that thing of just like I worked at Wendy's and Bill Murray yeah. walked in and he he went behind the counter and grabbed a French fry and said, "No one will ever believe you," and no one did. Times before cameras at work. There was there is some great photos of Bill Murray just like. Yeah, he just showed up at this bar and just started bartending and giving out <laughs> completely wrong change. <laughs> like, sometimes in the customer's favor, sometimes not. I gave him $100 for a drink and he gave me eight forty six. He didn't give me a drink. And he just gave me a pile of lemons. We didn't get a new original theme song, though. No, 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 no. That's disappointing. Oh, that would have gotten knocked so hard. Oh, yeah, of course. That's exactly why they did it. Why they just decided to just play the Ray Parker Jr. one. That's all you gotta do. Yeah. Oh, did you hear the... I can't remember what band did it, but it was some bullshit band that did um, the 2016... uh, the theme song. Oh god, I bet it was probably like the uh, um, the new Scooby Doo when they redid the Scooby Doo theme with like Simple it. Plan or whatever band they did that with for that Scooby Doo movie. And it's really high pitched, and you know, oh, it was Fall Out Boy. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, Fall Out Boy did the did the oh, Ghostbusters god, theme. That's yeah, awful. Yeah, it was really bad. I am not afraid. I am not afraid. I am not afraid. I am not afraid. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> uh, oh. I was pumped when, when the Ray Parker Jr. one theme started playing at the end. That was great. I just generally love that song. It's an actually good song. Not a bad song. I used to have that um, on our uh, work radio mix for a while. Yeah. I wish I could still get that. That was a really good mix. It was like so much hollowing out. Um, so yeah, I think we covered it. Yeah. We saw it. We've been there. We liked it. It wasn't the worst. You chose a good day to go. Yeah, we did. We went on a $5 Tuesday. Yeah, thank you, Marcus Cinemas. Theater, theaters, you don't call yourself cinemas. <sighs> there was a there was a weird thing before we started the movie. Um, while the trailers were playing, the lights were still God, completely yeah. full up. And it was one of the worst experiences I've ever had watching trailers. Because normally I yeah, get a you thing. You were definitely peeved about that. Well, because normally I have a thing where I'm watching trailers. You trailers. No, it's not even that. It's oh. just like they are. They are overstimulating and overwhelming sometimes oh, and right. that was not happening i'm just like this is wrong and if this happens with the movie i'm not going to be experiencing the movie the right way yeah it was it was at least okay in the fact that none of the previews that were being shown today were very huge in my mind yeah <laughs> you know excited spi- about there was spider-man yeah but... except for Anyone who actually cares about that saw that the day it dropped, like, weeks ago. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, it was, I, I mean, all of the other movies that they were previewing weren't were oh, pretty yeah, much nothing of substance. It wasn't the action-packed thrill ride that the, uh, the Uncharted uh, preview was when I saw Bond last month. 
Yeah, Tom Holland looks too. Tom Holland looks like a little fucking little boy playing. Yeah, he does. Nathan Drake. It's the weirdest thing. Um, but yeah, speaking of Marcus Cinemas, that Marcus Cinema ad that started beforehand that was kind of like a parody of Wizard of Oz, where the owner of Marcus Cinema. Oh God, yeah, that's right. Up, but it more looks like he's having his his like. Uh, low wage employees just wait on him hand and foot. There's literally someone behind him fanning him, and I'm just like, "Oh, like- this looks like the most decadent fucking thing ever, dude. This is this is a bad this is a bad look, man. This this, this is ma- not what you want. This looks like a a rich dude having <laughs> having young teens wait on him like a fucking king. I was waiting for him to wake up from that and then just be like passed out drunk in one of the random chairs. Sir, you have to get up. Yeah, I don't you know who I am. I'm John Morgan. <laughs> Sir, you slept through the movie. It's been I'm John Morgan. All four, all four showings. Well, so Mr. Marcus, we need to get you out of here. So we're at the end of the episode, so it's time to do the thing we always do, where I ask you a question, the question: Did watching them kids bust and make you feel good? I'll tell you what, watching them kids bust and make me feel good. I hate that you said it. <laughs> all right. Uh, Bustin' did make us all feel good. It, that we it hope did. you feel good, too. Pizza. Pizza. Fucking <laughs> okay. Swamp Things I Hate About You is now available on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And remember, only dumb kids dream.